Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. Short and Spooky is the podcast about anthology TV shows from the 2000s, from the 90s, and sometimes the 1980s. Oh. Uh, I am one of your three hosts. My name is Johnny Junk. I'm sitting here with my good friend Tommy Trash. I'm fine. And also with my good friend Big Sniff. What's that smell? That's right. That's your famous catchphrase. <laughs> what is that smell? The same delivery on it, too. What is that smell? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, in Times New Roman. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get a little sniffing uh, sound effect with that to mm-hmm. uh, really uh, have it land. It's just one yeah. sniff. A big one. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing today? I'm doing all right. Uh, nothing really going on. Hmm. Yeah, me neither. I slept in way too long. So you feel good or weird? Weird. Okay. But I feel okay. I got my... Uh, more work on my stomach tattoo yesterday. Oh, how, oh, that's right. That's why we're doing it today. Yeah. How bad was it? Pretty bad. Okay. How long it's, did you sit? Four hours. Dang. Yeah. Can I see it? Are you done? It's got the wrap. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's it's cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's the plasma running out of there. Yeah. But the guy said leave it on. And he oh. says it absorbs back into your skin. That's what I did. I would always get it and then just leave it on for as long as possible. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever it gets figured out. That's what I'm going to try to do. Five days. Are you going color? Yeah. That's the next appointment. So all the blacks are done now. It's just the color ones? Yeah. Okay. First was lining, now the blacks, and the next color, and that's it, finally. Oh. I had a, a possible a nautical thing to, to attach to that. I saw the Meg Part 2. The Trench. They made Part 2? Yeah. I didn't know that. Was it straight to TV? With no. The, straight to <laughs> with, with the driver? Yeah, with uh, State the Minute. Nice. Statham? I thought that was The Rock. No. No. What am I thinking of? That's M- Moana. No, he's in a sea monster movie too. The Rock is? I thought he was. Um, he probably will be. I just feel like he should have been in the Meg, I think. <laughs> he wouldn't have been out of place there. No. I Another mean, bald... A strong man. Well, get this. Uh, uh, Jason Statham in real life was actually a pro diver. He's like was ranked yeah. number twelve in the world at one point. So this was a passion project. Yeah, I mean he's aerodynamic. You see the head. <laughs> yeah, but, he went oh, bald yeah. on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a career move. Yeah. yeah. But I've also said in the past, uh, if you guys remember, in um, John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars, he's in that before he started shaving it and his hair is just all wispy and it's like yeah oh, I hate that. as soon as he I, and again he was doing b movies i mean a big director but uh you know it wasn't until he till he shaved that head that he started booking roles you know and that's when uh transporting things what's his name uh lee no not lee uh angley no the the british director he makes like, guy ritchie guy ritchie <laughs> i almost said guy lee uh i was thinking of spike lee oh, i mixed yeah. them up <laughs> all very different <laughs> completely different um, this is a Guy Ritchie joint. Yeah, yeah. This is a Guy Yeah. So, yeah. Snatch. When I first... No, Lockstock. Was he in Lockstock or just Snatch? He's in Lock, Lockstock as well. Yeah. Okay. I uh, When I first uh, was reading about him and the, the, they said he was a diver, I thought it was like the, the oh. ones that go off like the jumping board. Oh, yeah. Do you think he said... Wait, I, I thought he was talking about like he's a diver like diving no. down into the sea. No, he's like... Oh. He does like sports and stuff. Okay, yeah. that, okay. Do you okay, think that before he does it, he says, I'm the diver. I'm the diver. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going to shave my head mid-air. <laughs> and everybody has to pretend like they're still amused by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, oh. this is a 13-under uh, tournament. <laughs> I think they, his friends call him Jason or Jace or Jay. Stray. Stray? Yeah. Even though his last name is Statham, not yep. Stratham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first Meg, he because uh, it's a Megalodon, a giant yeah. shark, he punches a shark in the face in the original. Whoa, the big one? Yeah. yeah. Underwater, of course. Of course. Mm. Th- that's 
the the hardest punches of all. Hard that's to dude, get a good punch. That's like water. punching in a dream. Yeah. 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 Well, so in this one, uh, this one just goes full on Jurassic Park with like dinosaurs. There's dinos and, in it. Yeah. Ooh. It like even rips off Jurassic Park where it's like someone's being chased through tall grass and you can see the dinosaurs going through the grass and like it even ends on like a rescue helicopter going to an island that has dinosaurs <laughs> on it. Oh, wow. It's like. Um, it's it's incredibly blatant with its uh, ripoff of JP. Well, I trust, I trust that they are going to make better JP movies than JP's been making. For well, themselves. I heard the last one. I hadn't even seen it, but I heard the most recent Jurassic Park was about giant like, aph- like cicadas or or something <laughs> like locusts. It's giant locusts. That's crazy. It doesn't. It's it has dinosaurs in them, but it's not really about it. He was like, "We're going, we're going bugs." Yeah, I'm glad one. we, I'm glad we got this cast all back together and spent millions of dollars just getting the people so that we could have a story that's not about dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because that they brought them all back. They brought Goldblum. Mm-hmm. They brought Pratt. Pratt is not the original guy. He, oh, oh no, right. he was I still think, in it. Well, yeah. He's in it, but yeah. I'm talking about the fucking guy who's in all the horror movies. I forget the British guy. What the fuck is his name? Oh, oh, Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Yeah, yeah. And then the. The woman, I forget her name too. Uh, Sorry, Laura Dern. That's Laura Dern. Yeah, of course you know Laura Dern. Yeah, from uh, what is it? A uh, Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet, and yeah. she's in Twin Peaks too, isn't she? Or is she's in the the Return? The Return. The yeah, return. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, also in, uh, God, what the fuck is that other one? Doesn't matter. But um, mm. yeah, uh, the Meg too. It's uh, it's fun. It's stupid. Um, check it out if you're bored. If you can't get tickets to fucking. Oppenheimer and Barbie, and everyone's fucking shitting their pants for those movies. Hey, go watch The Meg. It's completely empty in there. (laughs) You will not have a hard time. It's in theaters now? Yeah. I had no idea. Wow, that movie's doing bad. They picked a bad time to come out. Well, no shit. They're like, Mm. all right, we'll do it two weeks after these huge movies, and by that point, no one will be watching it anymore. They should have get tickets. They should have just gone. They should have done like the opening weekend for them. So like everyone that can't get in is like, well, that's actually here already. We'll just flood into the Meg. They should. No pun intended. No, that's a good. I like that turn of phrase. (laughs) No, but it would be great if if like the Meg's like, don't forget. Meg Barbenhauer or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like they try to roll themselves yeah. in with like no, make it a triple feature, man. <laughs> they use a they use like a, a nuke at the end of it. I don't know how anyone is gonna see Oppenheimer. Wait, is it is the plan to see Oppenheimer and then Barbie or vice versa? It's to I think the plan is to watch them both in the same day. That's the thing. Yeah, but I Oppenheimer's mean, three hours long. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. Yet. It seems I, like a chore. I feel like it would be smart to do like go watch one of them and then like. You know, leave and go have lunch, and then come back and watch this. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, because otherwise, it's like, you'd oof. fucking be so exhausted. Yeah, no time, no, not enough time to consume calories and urinate and poop them out. Poop out the calories. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to the movie still. Still not. Nope. Not not comfortable. Why no. not? I'm, I'm I'm supportive of people on strike. Oh, that well, has nothing. That's not related. Movies. <laughs> well, I don't think they say they're saying don't go to the movies, right? They t- they called me up. They said <laughs> they said told you specifically. Said, Just all good. They said uh, yep. <laughs> they say don't go. Was all it good. was it Fran Dresser? <laughs> Fran Dresser who called you? Um, the nanny. The nanny did call me. Yeah. Okay. Oh. She said uh, don't go. Don't go. Okay. She, she said, is this Mister Mister All Good? <laughs> she talks like that. I don't think so. She's Jewish. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I, could, I just mm. haven't seen that show. What, what was it, Mr. Like Sheffield, that. right? One of your chosen people, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's actually my aunt. Wow, small world. Small, smallish. Maybe she can be my nanny. She could be. <laughs> oh, so there's a fun line 
I heard Paul Rudd say in a movie mm-hmm. called The Catcher. It's actually kind of related to Oppenheimer because it's about gay sex. that same era. Oh. <laughs> was there gay sex in Oppenheimer? Yeah, there's a pitcher and a catcher for gay sex. Just well, it's interesting you say that because he was gay. Oh, is that why it's called The Catcher? No, because he was. it's about this guy who was actually a, a spy for the U.S. and he used to be a MLB player. Oh, a baseball catcher. And he was a catcher. Mm. And he may have been a catcher in the bedroom as well. They don't make it clear which position he... But they what's don't the, know Okay, what's gay. the joke? Okay. Anyway, a guy asks, like, hey, are you, Jew- are you a Jew? And he says, I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was a good line. I good. doubt he may. He, he could not have been the first person to do that. Yeah, well, you, they're funny people. They they probably came up that one really early on. Yeah. That's why you're so funny. That's why we need good writers. I, you're half funny. Yeah. Yeah. Half the time. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes land half the time. The other half are drunk. Are drunken. Yeah. <laughs> are drunk and beat their wives and children. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> God, uh, we're checking in. New tattoo. Not going to the movies. The Meg. Good stuff. Watch the Meg. Um, well, if there's nothing else, uh, let's uh, let's talk about anthology shows from the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. I That's think from the two thousands, right. the nineties, and sometimes the eighties. Oh right, right, we're switching it up. Hey man, whatever, whatever decade, as long as it's one of those three, and Excellent. if it's the two thousands, got to be the first half. First half. Mm-hmm. Before two thousand two thousand five and earlier, right? But preferably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we could slip a six in there, maybe. All right. Yeah, we we'll slip feeling, a six. I don't have a problem silly. with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a Johnny Junk pick this week, and uh, we touched on it a little bit last week when we were. Um, uh, preparing for this week uh, that this episode is an, another one that I chose by the writer Michael McDowell. Mm. Michael McDowell has done numerous episodes we've covered. The last pick I did was the Lover Come Hack to Me that he did. This one is the one, uh, this is uh, Alfred Hitchcock's The Jar. The Jar. And uh, this one is directed by Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. It is uh, music by Danny Elfman. Oh, Elfman. Yeah, based on a short story by Ray Bradbury. Hey, bud. And uh, written by uh, Michael McDowell. So uh, this is kind of a prestigious episode. You know, there's a lot of uh, important people, a lot of heavy hitters. Um, Mm -hmm. Typically, when we talk about anthology shows on here, there's a lot of times six degrees of separation. You're like, oh, this person's been in that. This person's done whatever. And especially for a lot of these uh, character actors who you you look through their IMDb, you're like, oh, they did an amazing stories. They did an Outer Limits. They did all these different stuff. So... um, that was my motivation for picking this episode. Um, and, you know, it's kind of appropriate. We touched on it a little bit last week as well, is that um, Paul Rubens has passed recently. Mm, rest in peace. And uh, Tim Burton, of course, uh, is what... Uh, still alive. Ki- Tim Burton is still alive, yes. yes. As far as I know, he's still alive. Barely. Um, not doing anything uh, remarkable or noteworthy, in my opinion. Hey, uh, Coraline. <laughs> was that like 20 years ago already? Did did he produce that? I don't think I knew, he didn't, didn't direct Tim it. Didn't, direct didn't, that? didn't he do the the Johnny Depp sing along movie? Was there a, oh Sweeney Todd? Yeah, he did do Sweeney Todd. That's yes. old enough that we could review it. I think that was like when I was in high school. No, that's yeah, like, that's like, yeah, that's old. Yeah, it's like I want to say 2007. Or something maybe like yeah, I didn't maybe. like it. I never saw it. Yeah, I, I, I don't like sing alongs really. Musicals. Bummer it's about a musical. It's called a sing along. Yeah, that's what they are. It's kind of weird. The sorry, I don't mean to. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not gonna say it. No, no. Go. The Joker. The next Joker movie with. Oh yeah. Walking is gonna be a musical. Is that right? Yeah, uh, with Lady Gaga. I'm like, up. Eh. Oh, I'm out. That's probably why. I appreciate doing something different. She's but... gonna be wearing like a like a tinfoil hat and like meat covering her boobs. I hope so. She's gonna be like, I'm. I think she's supposed I'm to be Harley, Harley Baldwin Quinn. or whatever it is. Harley Baldwin. Yeah. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Baldwin. <laughs> 
What kind of wires crossed in your brain to make that? I don't. I don't know that. I'm not big on the Batman lore. <laughs> so you thought it was Harley Baldwin? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> wait. What happened? How are we here? Oh, Tim Burton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Tim Burton, of course, did uh, PV's first movie, uh, and I believe this is predates that. Yeah. Um, no, no, this is in between. Oh, is it? Yeah, in between uh, that and... No way. This yes. is 84. And Batman? 86. This is 86? No, it's, this is between... Um, Pee-wee and Batman? Pee-wee and... Um, Frank uh, and Weenie? No, no, no. no in, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Beetlejuice. Okay. Yeah, but Beetlejuice happened after Batman. Pee-wee was 86, right? Pee-wee, I think, was 84 or 85. No. This came out 85 in... 85 80... or 86, not 84. This... This, this came out early in Tim Burton's career. That's all that matters. Because his big break, I heard, was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And this is between. I know it is between Pee Wee and Beetlejuice. After Pee Wee, before Beetlejuice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You could also say after Pee Wee, before Sweeney Todd. Before after, <laughs> technically, yeah. Technically before Meg Two. <laughs> all, all that matters is that it's an early Tim Burton joint, and mm-hmm. uh, you know you got the Danny Elfman with them. They're Elfman. they're frequent collaborators. Yeah. We of course know uh, Danny Elfman from the wonderful Tales from the Crypt intro. He's a he is a prolific. He's got a big old. I had a um a CD back in the day that was his. Like all of his movies and TV hits. scores, yeah, and like Simpsons. I was and... shocked by yeah, and shit I didn't even know was him. I'm trying to remember now. Uh, there's too many to name. Well, he's the voice of uh, Jack Skellington when he's singing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Actually, Redacted went to see him. I should have brought this up earlier. He went to see him perform. She went to see him perform in Las Vegas, or was it L.A.? I think it was in L.A. And he did all his scores, and he did uh, some like. Uh, Boingo Boingo stuff as well. Yeah, he's a Pretty he's cool. a weird looking guy. Incredibly weird looking. It's uh, I mean, I don't like to judge people strictly on their looks, especially someone who's so talented as he is. But mm-hmm. he's got a look. He's a ginger skeleton. <laughs> That's the way I see him. I bet you. I mean, with like that crowd, Tim Burton's crowd, that he probably wouldn't stick out to you. You know. No. Yeah, I have a feeling they're all dressed yeah. in like vampire like, potato sacks. Yeah, and, and all these kind of things. They all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all very. Um, they look like the Cure. Hipster, kind of. yeah. They're hipster before the hipsters. Yeah, they all look like Robert Smith from the Cure. <laughs> Who? Tim Burton? And, and yeah, that yeah. whole gang. Tim Burton has a little fro, right? A mm, big fro. He had crazy hair. Like, um, I feel like a lot of his characters, he tries to make them look like him. Like, I feel like uh, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, yeah, it's like sure. big mess of crazy hair, yeah. pale face. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of skinny and like, you know, he likes to feel like he's an outcast and stuff like that, even though he grew up in like a really nice part of... Well, I guess that's the thing. If you're a weirdo and you grab, uh, grow up in a nice place in SoCal, it's kind of hard to yes, figure that out. Um, but yeah, so uh, this episode, uh, you said it aired when, Tom, Stat Stud? This aired on the, uh, let's see, the this is episode 19 of the first season called The Jar, April uh, 6th, 1986. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, whenever we talk about anthology shows, we like to come up with some drinking game rules so that way when you watch it, you can have a little bit more fun. You can have a lot of fun. So, was that from something? <laughs> no. I was like, that's not Jason Statham. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's Jason Statham. That, that was the Meg. That was smoking for That was the Meg talking. That was the Meg. That's yeah. how the Meg talked. Through its gills. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, talk. Shave me like you shave your head. We're going to talk about some drinking game rules, and we have been deferring to Coop each week. Okay, I actually have one. Okay. Every time you hear the name Periwinkle. All right. I love it. Got a rule. Yeah. It's not a good one, but it's a rule. 
All right. I'd say uh, uh, every time you hear Danny Elfman keyboards, mm-hmm. um, which, of course, is like the high, lo- high notes to low notes, like do, 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 <laughs> do, do. Like that happens in all of his songs. And it, I, there's like four specific music scores, uh, like stings or whatever you want to say yeah. in this that really are just like, wow. Or the like, big drum, the boom, boom. I, don't, I just know. Just that one like. I don't know what you call that drama but, bass drum. But there's something else happening in between there it. Is. It's always it's always juxtaposing highs and lows in Dude. every song. This yeah, listening to this score really made me realize how like he has such a formula. It's like yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Pee Wee. It's like yeah. um, like do do yeah. do do, and then it's like, like walking. Uh, and then um, Tales from the Crypt. It's like, uh, wow, well, God, how does that one begin? I don't know. But I, I can tell you this: all he likes do, do, little, do, do, uh, do, 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 Oh do, yes, do, do, isn't that do, just do, like do. another step in the do do? It's well, it's do, just do, a high do, and a low. Do, 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 yeah, do, do, he do. likes jumping back and forth. I know he likes the little choirs that go. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think about you, Scrooge. When you say when you say choirs that do that, you mean a keyboard that has it programmed oh, in. But yeah, it's meant to sound. No, like he has like a locked up group of kids there. I keep this little boy in a trunk to yeah. do this. When I don't that's know. what he tells the police. I think when, when he got more successful, over. he probably had a real choir doing some of that but, stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, that would be fun. Scrooge, remember Scrooge? Of course. It's like the whole fucking th- theme is that noise. Those, yeah. yeah, because if you put that actually on like uh, strings, you'd be like, oh, this is the exact same uh, music as Batman Returns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of he just switches up the yeah Beetlejuice and all those things. They all sound the yeah. same. Pretty much. I love them all. Yeah, it's great. They're different enough. They're different enough that I don't care. Yeah, different enough that he put out a CD of what I was, like I was talking about. (laughs) You're like, it's just one song. (laughs) But the the Simpsons, that's different. That, I feel like, isn't quite like his other stuff. Because it's not spooky at all. The the intro is him? Yeah. Well, it's got that kind of like the, the, you know. It's jaunty. I would definitely say it's jaunty. Can well, I use that word? Yes. Yeah. As <laughs> someone named John, I'll allow it. <laughs> John. Say it with a soft Y. So um, that's going to be my drinking game rule. Okay. Thomas. Uh, every time someone lights up like a cigar or a smoke. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Tight, tight, tight. Um, anyone have any Tom rules, Coop rules? A Coop rule that happens twice? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, without uh, further ado, let's get into the episode. <clears throat> All right. The best place to start is at the beginning, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. This is my favorite intro of any of the art, the shows that we cover. This song fucking is a straight banger. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fun to have that, you know, you see the light glinting off of it, and you're like, oh, this is the updated shit with his, you know, profile. Mm-hmm. And the old, the old one, the black and white one, he would just kind of step into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe um, there's an episode of Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where... Homer does Homer, that. He, he comes up, it, yep. yeah, at the beginning, I think, to give, like, the warning that it's, like, a spooky episode or whatever. Um, but, yeah, love this song. So good. Yeah. Yep. They should have made an updated 80s version with synth. Hell, yeah. Keytars? Yeah. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is a... This is one of the few episodes where we have uh, Alfred Hitchcock talking about something that actually relates to the episode. Oh, At the, yeah. the first part, yeah. The first part. I mean, it's still it does. It, I, I wrote down like these should just be like the ramblings of, of a demented man. Like, like he he sounds fucked up, and then they again. This one makes sense though, but it, the other one is. I have a question. Huh. I realize I don't really know a lot about him. Alfred Hitchcock was he a writer? Yeah, or and a, a director and director. Yeah, he wrote and directed his movies. Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, he didn't. He didn't write them all, but he all the ones that he directed were like super 
impressive noteworthy ones like you know he did obviously did psycho which like yeah changed a lot of things for horror you know possibly the first slasher in some ways but like back then like having the unconventional structure of that movie where you're following this person you're like oh this is the main character and then they get murdered and then like 20 minutes in you're like wait so i'm not following that person i'm you know what i mean like that was pretty crazy and the fact that someone gets killed in the bathroom uh, you know, where you feel safe and all of a sudden you're vulnerable. It was also the first time they ever showed a toilet in a movie because you weren't allowed to because of, like, the really? decency codes. And that full-on, like, uh, rotten corpse shot. That's t- that's great. I mean, imagine that back then. What was that, 60-something or 50-something? Yeah. It was, like, People were probably very shocked by that. But, yeah, that and then, like, um, the Maltese Falcon, um, oh, yeah. Strangers on a Train, uh, North by Northwest, like, he's done a ton of movies that are all huge. Vertigo, just like you. Whoa, whoa. Birds, the birds. The birds? Mm-hmm. Birds, the birds. The birds, the birds. Uh, strangers on a Train sounds like a sexual maneuver to me. Yep. Sounds like maybe, like, well, doing have you, something this Have you seen but... the Dilly Dude scenes? Who? Oh, of Strangers <laughs> on a Train? No. <laughs> Big time orgy. Let's just gang, say gang. They're, not, yeah. they're not suitable for work. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, friend. But yeah, so in this one, um, he, uh, Hitchcock's standing next to a giant glass bottle, and there's a ship on the table next to him. Isn't he in the bottle? No, he, yeah, excuse me. He's in the bottle, but the ship is next to him. And uh, he says, uh, he, he has a pun about, like, he's aged like wine or something like I that. I seem to have been found myself in a jar. Yeah. I can't do his voice. He, it's hard to do it's, it. It's, it's more it, Yeah, like, like your tongue is like, like halfway go through the word and then like <laughs> flop down on itself. You need jowls to do it properly. I, I'm, I'm the closest to having jowls here, so. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's it. Fuck for me. That's the, you need to have his, jowls. You have to like, you have to like get piercings on your cheeks and like hang weights on them. <laughs> Like, Tom, uh, if that's the next thing you're gonna ask me to pierce, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say maybe. Um, but yeah, so it's funny. So in this, he actually makes a joke at the beginning for the intro, and I was like, well, that's more than the crypt keeper was doing last last time for the lover come hack to me. True. He didn't no even jokes. have one pun. Nope. He was. He, I think he was nervous. Hitchcock's got better puns. Yeah, which I, is embarrassing for the. I'd crypt. like to hear Crypty. Alfred Hitchcock do uh, an impression of the crypt, the crypt keeper's laugh. Oh. I don't think he could He'd do go. it. I think most of it has to do with him having trouble breathing. Yeah, that's why yeah. he speaks like that. He, he always, has, you know, it's that, he always like kind of his head like facing up a little bit, probably because if he goes like this, it blocks off out. his yeah, blocks <laughs> off his breathing tube. Uh, his breathing tube. We already know that him and the crypt keeper have hung out before, and he evidently doesn't like the crypt. He doesn't think much of him. Well, yeah. He just glances at him and, Hack. and his face is damn near floating <laughs> off of his butt. He's just jealous of how thin he is. Yeah. I, I wonder how old he was when he passed. Couldn't have been couldn't have been like what was he, eighty something maybe? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Crip Doesn't Keeper? matter. No. Cripkeeper's still alive. Hitchhike. Yeah. I mean uh, he's still Hitchcock. kicking. Yeah. Hitchcock. Well Who cares? Who knows? There you go. You can cut that right out. No, I won't. All right, leave it. Okay, so uh Right up front, we get a little Danny Elfman music, and I remember the first time I watched this streaming, I was like, oh, this must be the original, because it's in black and white. I thought I had the wrong episode on Yeah, for so a minute. it's a little bit of like, wait a minute, yeah. uh, and then you realize that it's it's um, it takes place in the past. This is, uh, we start in a Nazi-occupied, I don't know, Poland, or s- some place where um, 
a, a Nazi soldier is chasing a woman into a store. This Nazi hates jars. This this, yeah. this well, it starts with a J. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only letter he knew. It's three yeah. letters long. Uh, yeah, jars, Jews, yeah, different. vowel in the middle. <laughs> so this lady is being chased, and she has her union patch on. Not not smart to do. Well, yeah, here's my advice: go ahead, and lose the, the coat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they might not be able to find. Yeah. Well, also, I thought that the German soldier looked a lot like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I, I, was, I, was, I got a little Dolph Lundgren kind of vibe from him. Yes. Dolphy? Definitely an interesting uh, character actor. And the guy who's playing the Nazi um, officer, he, he uses the butt of his gun to break a lot of glass. Mm-hmm. But you can tell the actor was very afraid of it. He was, like, <laughs> squinting really hard yeah. when he was doing it. Like, I'm going to knock this glass out. They didn't have any safety glass on. No, they're like, that, that's yeah. real glass, not breakaway glass. <laughs> yeah. It's just amusing to be threatening when you're afraid of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, he's about to kill this woman. And then all of a sudden they find a jar and I guess let's just talk about this jar up front. It's, um, I don't know. Uh, I can't tell what's in it. No, you're not supposed to be able to tell what's in this thing. And yeah. I, and you can tell right up uh, immediately that Tim Burton designed this. Yeah. It yeah. has like a little kind of like, like eye, like a spiral eyeball. And like, sometimes it looks like teeth. But I don't know because I feel like, cause there was an episode of this. They, this is a remake kind of, right? There's, yes. Because I think I, I was looking at stills of the 50s episode. It's, it's scarier looking. Well, I feel like it looks almost the same. I I, I, believe, I, I looked at pictures of it. I think it looks scarier than, than scarier? this Scarier? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that's the whole thing is that, like, you know, if you're watching an old horror movie in, like, uh, back in the 80s, it's like, oh, yeah, just don't hardly show it at all. So that way, it like, saves. your your imagination fills in the blanks, and it's actually scarier than showing you the monster. Yeah. It's like True. knowing just having enough details uh, allows you to kind of put it together in your head. Um, and it probably also saves them like costume design or, or prop to production. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, if you just do one, do it really well, that's all you need. But in the fact that it's in like a blue juice also makes it kind of tricky to see what the hell is in there. It's like not quite opaque too. It's like, you can see the, like you said, it's sometimes it looks like teeth and sometimes it looks like a little tentacle maybe or something. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that, Tim Burton had something to do with this. I could be wrong, but it strikes me as a very Tim Burton-ish thing. Right, he probably did. Um, but this jar is—it's uh, it, mesmerizing. Yeah, he's captivated the, by it. The the Nazi looks at it and then puts down his gun, which is gives the woman a chance to shoot the shit out of him with it. Yeah, she she plucks it as he's walking away. He's like, you know what? I love all people, and she goes, bam, right in the back of the head. And I I thought, who's the real bad guys now? <laughs> mm. Interesting. Maybe if they could have stopped the war, if they just you know bring that aside, bring more jars, bring more jars, <laughs> show it to Hitler, more goop. Mm-hmm. Um, so, more goop, so that's uh, this. It's just it seems to me mm, that it's not consistent with how people react to the jar. Everybody kind of seems to have their own relationship with it, and affects everybody in a different way. Yeah. It makes this Nazi soldier put down his gun, but this other woman seems to be unaffected by it, and or, yeah. or maybe she maybe it made her kill. Maybe she yeah she gets bloodlust from it. I don't know. Yeah, um, and we also don't know where the hell the jar came from before this. Yeah, this is just a little snapshot of the jar in action. And this was some kind of lab, I assume. Oh, the the storefront. 
Well, look, because there's test tubes everywhere, wasn't there? Or was that just? I think it was just glassware. It's just glass. Like we need okay. to be somewhere where we can break a lot of glass because yeah, it's you're scary. Right. There's no storefront labs, so <laughs> it was like a like not a, after the Nazis broke no, them all. It's like a up. like a costume or like a like a Halloween shop, you know? Yeah, but it, then it wouldn't have so much glass in it. Well, it's off season. They're bringing <laughs> oh, stuff things in there. Oh, that was left over from the spirit store. Yeah, the spirit <laughs> store, this yeah. is the first out. spirit store ever. <laughs> yeah, got, they went out of business. They forgot their jar. Yeah, their best item. I bet spirit. If Spirit Store did exist in the 50s and 60s, incredible Everything. stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, those things would, like, fucking cut your hand off. Yeah. It'd be, like, super, like, <laughs> actual, dangerous. Actual yeah. guns. A real yeah. electric chair. A Freddy's glove made with real knives. Yeah. yeah. That'd be so cool. That would be cool. Um, but is this just the jar in action? Because this isn't, obviously, this isn't the, the origins of the jar. We just... I, I think it is, though. I, I, I'm trying to remember, in, in a short story, well, it's this one's much, like, a takes a lot like not much from the story it takes some from the story but the original one's like um like the the ray bradbury's ray bradbury's bit is like um he's like the guy who finds it's like country bumpkin yeah so this is um well that's why i was doing this because i was like it's not an episode of um ray bradbury theater it might be on that a, a similar one um, me and Tom did an episode of Monsters called The Jar. Oh. So this is going to be our second episode titled The Jar. Dang. I think that one was like 70. Is that our first ever uh, repeat of a title? It is. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know how we're going to figure that out as far as timing. Well, one's, <laughs> Ten points. One's episode 73. The other one's episode, what, 211. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's why I was going to give props to Michael McDowell for uh, for, for kind of bringing this together um so let's cut from then to the present at an art exhibit ah uh, yes this is very tim burtony uh yeah yeah there's chattery teeth just like we have here in the studio um uh, how, how much do you i mean what tim burton t- figured out all this art right oh, yeah, he, yeah. he was the art director for this yeah they so can't they we got a, we got like the guy that's like sitting looking at a fish tank it's with like a fish the, tank the head think, a gold the thinker it's like the thinker but with a goldfish bowl head i kind of i thought it was cool yeah is it, it art yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> who's to say it's modern modern art and then there's uh yeah there's chattery teeth and kind of a cutout in the wall lava deal. lamp head lava lamp heads are talking to each other well they're posed like like they are and then there's a steering wheel on the wall kind of thing yeah i don't know it's, it's kind of stupid well that's it, the thing it's like even in beetlejuice he does he designs bad art for you know the the mom creates those gross sculptures that look stupid and you're like yeah obviously tim burton de- de- devised those i think i think he must have like you, built these or instructed building them. you could have turned this place into like one of those like goofy restaurants that's like way too much stuff on the walls like after the like, set, uh, like Chili's kind of, or just like 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 Cafe Von Cleef, where there's like a million different little gadgets and stuff. Yeah, I, I needed to play like this. I like sit sit at the table with the guy with the fish head and say, "Hey, fishy." Yeah. That seems like some stuff that'd be right at home in the garage mall here. We should get that. See if it's available. We well, already got the teeth. All you need is a fucking bowl of fish. You have that in the I, other room. I need a man. <laughs> okay, Space so man? hold on. <laughs> if you don't have this together by next week, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. It's going to be tough. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Put it on top of a uh, scary Busey's body. That means the head's gotta go. Nope. All right. Well, I'll, he'll go in the fish jar. Hey, uh, just a. Fun- oh, it's like a spacesuit. Sure. They 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 did a Mars Attacks thing uh, for the um, Spirit Superstore this year. It's like twelve hundred dollars, and it's like 
full size and it like speaks and moves and stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. So we can look forward to seeing that at the spirit stores as they begin to open? Yeah, we got to go. We got to make a trip. I want to go. Uh, but yeah, so I guess t- t- props to Tim Burton for, for creating bad art because the guy who, uh, the art critic... Noel. Yeah. Oh, not Noel. Sorry. Noel is the guy who is the artist, but the art critic... Um, you guys might remember we saw him in an episode of Amazing Stories called Gershwin's Trunk. Yeah. Oh. This, this guy's name is Paul Blatter? Paul Bartel. Bartel. Blatter. Yes. He's been, no, no, I, I, I can remember, and it was like a B-L, okay. B-A-L-T. Yeah. He was also, uh, he's been a ton. He's been in Gremlins too. He's, he's mm-hmm. a great, I, I like him as a character actor. He's awesome. So get this. He is also in an episode with the actor who plays Noel for an episode I think of amazing stories that's supposed to be like um, the Truman Show where people are actually watching you. Mm, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's called The Secret Cinema. Mm. Um, but again, we, there's a lot of crossover with these actors, and this guy is playing a very unamused uh, art critic. You know, the, secrets, the Secret Cinema sounds like The Secret's Enema. All right. <laughs> Why people are throwing rotten tomatoes crickets. At, the, at the studio? Uh, they're throwing crickets at me. Tumbleweeds? <laughs> rotten, cri- rotten crickets. <laughs> they're throwing tumbleweeds at you. Yeah. They're, they're forming them. Yeah, building. Well, besides the art critic, uh, this is where the we meet the gallery owner. Yes. Periwinkle. Periwinkle. Yep. What a name. Is that our last name? I don't know. You think it's a nickname? I thought it was at first. I was like, everyone here is fucking someone else. Been a nickname this. shouldn't be more than two syllables tops. but that's why but, but these are like our artist people who are like in the scene you wow, know what i mean yeah. so it's like oh call me periwinkle mm, it's my it. it's my whatever artistic Noel? alias yeah k-n-o-l-l Noel? that's a real name Noel gallagher i thought it was no i thought it was n-o-e-l is what no, i wrote well, down that yeah. night when i looked it up on imdb it's like Noel, like a grassy Noel. i've known someone with that name before his last name probably no, I, Steve I Noel. His first name was Noel. I think it's a. I don't know. Oh, it's not a common name. No. Neither is Periwinkle. Nope. <laughs> Maybe a last name. And Periwinkle is played by what's her name? Who was on SNL for like a long, long time? Um, Lorraine, something. Bobbit. No, she like she she was on the, on it for a long time. Yeah, she looks familiar. I didn't know what the heck she was from. I, I typically only look up an actor if I recognize them or if they. Or somebody notable. I mean, like, she didn't play a big enough part that I was like, oh, I got to find out who this is. Yeah. Um, but I will talk about uh, uh, Noel's wife. Um, her She's name is Erica. Cadillacs. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> you know who knows all about that? Michael uh, McDowell from oh, Her Come Hack to Me, the Battleaxe. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so Erica's his wife, wife. and agent, yep. I think. And, uh, and his best friend. His cuckolding. His cucking in. Well, they just run around town together, like... They walk in, like, with a bottle of wine. And, does and, like, he not like, know arm arm. that they're banging? I don't think he cares. I, I think don't he's think... So he, well, they are shit. artists. Maybe it's, like, a free love type situation. And, and they're up front in his face about it, literally, like, you got a great girl there, huh? Sometimes I'm gonna steal her from you, I'm like, just, eight yeah. months ago. I'm just railing her. Um, it's art. It's it's yeah, performance yeah. art. That's I don't... That's true. You Slash. Like, I know you're upset, and that's part of the art. That's actually part of the exhibit. And he, he, <laughs> <could> care, <laughs> he does angry. not care at all. He's just like, okay. Because he's got periwinkle, and periwinkle's better looking anyway. Yeah. Well, she also doesn't give him bust his balls. Like yeah, that. she's well, not busting I mean, him. I mean, he, she does some sort of bust in his balls. His so. balls do bust, yeah. yes. 
Um, but the also the I'll just mention real quick the guy who plays the friend has also done a bunch of stuff. He's done a Hitchhiker, a Tales from the Crypt, and Outer Limits. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically all his art sucks. Everyone recognizes that it sucks, and he doesn't sell anything. Mm. So he goes, "All right, well, my wife and my friend are inviting me out to a nice dinner, but instead <laughs> I'm gonna go to a dirty old scrapyard in the middle of the night." He's looking for inspiration. I suppose I don't know. it would have been funny if he did go to the date and they, he gets there and they have like a high chair for him on this on the side. <laughs> Give him the kids a yeah, little the coloring. Kids. There's yeah, there's like crayons and little things. <laughs> Throw uh, him in the ball pit. But why soon is he... we're gonna meet our my favorite character <laughs> in this whole episode? Okay, well, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Big booty garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a small man who has a big old dump truck ass. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he's swinging that thing. <laughs> His butt? Yeah. And he's smoking big cigars. That's a smoke. I mean, that's a drink. That's a smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever you see this little guy, you smoke up a cigar. That's like yeah. half the size of him, too. He's yeah. He's been in a ton of stuff, I believe, They too. were doing that. Stri- they were, of course, giving him a huge cigar for, like, the comic value. Oh, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they did everything but dress him up like a baby. <laughs> they, they get a dog, Duchess? Duchess. Yeah. Duchess. But, uh, so, yeah, he's like, I gotta go to the scrapyard at fucking mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. That sounds like something big sniff would do well uh, i can't come up with you guys when you those. gotta find the jar yeah you gotta find the jars <laughs> well yeah so he goes and before he even knows what's going on he gives the uh the guy a hundred dollars for whatever he can take so i'm I mean, like in 1985 i'm man. like you're paying a hundred dollars to go to a scrapyard in the middle of the night get barked at by dogs and a big booty <laughs> small person that's for his a- kink <laughs> he's like yeah. all right do whatever you want with the cars bud <laughs> well, stick his dick in i the- so i kind of stopped I, I was mesmerized by the butt and so <laughs> i kind of missed something here but i thought he was buying that that car the 38 mercedes-benz no that's what yeah, I thought yeah. too. Yeah, because I'd be like, okay, that's a good deal. Because yeah, yeah. that's probably like a classic car, right? Well, that's so. I think what he does is he just acquires stuff from there. Like maybe mm. that's where that steering wheel came from in the art exhibit or oh, something. Yeah, that makes sense. So he was like, okay, here's a, thanks for the hundred bucks. Whatever you can carry out, you can have. Oh, so you can't take the car. No, grabs, but grabs the dog in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> grabs him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two and a half feet tall. Hey, get going. That's. Uh, do you think he like uses the dog as like a little horse? Oh, that'd be if awesome. If he's not, he's missing an opportunity. Yeah, those dogs so. are out of control. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, there's he keeps one of his dogs tied up right next to the guy just he so he can be him. constantly barking at him. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "Shut up!" Yeah, I was gonna say, that was gonna be my Tom rules when yelling like, at dogs. Yeah, yelling at dogs. Yeah, but little the little man also yells at the dogs. Yeah, so it's not a Tom rule. He's a he's a junkyard dog, so he deserves it. That could have been my rule then, because it happens twice. Yep. Every time you yell on a dog. <laughs> okay. We're not doing it. So he's trying to open the hood of a car, and he can't do it until he accidentally knocks it open. What was he trying to get in there for? I'm, I he don't wants, know. Like, the engine block? I have no arm? idea. Because you can't carry an engine block. No. Or like, yeah, and like you could take, what can you take out of there? The dipstick? Yeah. Hundred well, bucks, well yep. spent. Well spent. <laughs> no, my wife's so faithful to me. <laughs> she loves when I go. She goes, "Yeah, I'm going to get a dipstick too later." <laughs> yeah. Well, the I'll check my oil level. Yeah. yeah. White oil. <laughs> Don't forget the lube. Mm. Um. So, the car opens up and the jar is in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works because he says that car had just come in today. Yeah. Right. 
Well, I assume because we see this car at the beginning in Nazi Germany, right? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think we did. I think we did. I think that's the car he pulls up in. So she, she took the. I think she took the car and the jar, and then somehow that car ended up in the U.S. She drove. She drove it across the she ocean. She drove it through the ocean with the power of the jar. Yep. And the jar. <laughs> the jar is magic, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The jar was spinning like a wheel inside of it. Yeah. Well, and that's a. So yeah, maybe it didn't even have an engine. My, I did. Well, I did. My maybe. thought was maybe it's it like because some cars back then the engine was in the back, so maybe this is like the trunk. I don't think so because it had a huge. We will have to look that up. Trunk. Trunk space. This, this, this Gershwin's trunk. Gershwin's trunk. This whole this whole lot this whole lot is about big trunks. Oh yeah, <laughs> with junk. In yeah, it. yeah, big <laughs> trunks and big junk. Yeah, <laughs> you got big junk. Come to this little hunk, Johnny that's, Junk. That's his sign. Yeah. Um. But, um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I'm assuming she took the jar, put it in the car, and then somehow got the car back. Or maybe she, I don't know. Fuck, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't well, there's some, some, some heavy, uh, um, Elfman music when he opens the trunk, like, oh, yeah. ooh, look what we just found. And it's, you know, his music's very playful and it mm-hmm. makes it exciting because you're like, ooh, what is it? What's it all about? Yeah. Um, so he takes the jar and, He's an artist, so what does he do with it? He puts it on a stand and paints paints the stand white. Yep. I was like, wow, that's art. <laughs> he put, yeah, while the thing's on there. On it, yeah, yeah. It. I'm like, yeah. I don't think he, he... There's a reason why his wife is like not with him, really, and that his art is not good. He's a lame artist. And he's like, look at instructions. It's like, don't place on unfinished stand. <laughs> okay, it's on there. <laughs> it's like stuck to the thing after. Yeah, there's... Picks it up and the paint peels. Off. Yeah, he's, he's eating the paint. It's like lead paint. <laughs> yeah. Uh, help me, museum curator. I'm stuck in jar. Yeah. Help me, junk man. His butt sticking out. Yeah. Junk man's butt sticking out. Um. So of course, uh, it's as soon as he has this thing up, um, we get his wife and his friend who's cucking him they come up and they see it and they're immediately struck but that's one of the things so well, his wife doesn't seem to be affected uh, by so it. i thought th- I, I thought at, at first watch i was like oh this is gonna be like men love it women hate it kind of thing mm. then i was quickly uh that was you know not the case because then the next group would come in and they're like guys and gals hey, it's a jar not football yeah <laughs> <laughs> amen <laughs> no yeah because uh periwinkle's affected by it later yeah and others. And others. I um, like I liked a lot of the others. Lots of hair volume in this episode. Well, it was eight, the 80s. Did you guys clock the one guy who was a viewer who looked just like the lead singer of the Fine Young Cannibals? Is it the guy with the eyeliner? No, it was the black dude who like... Yeah, uh, like he had guy liner. Okay. Well, that maybe that's why. Maybe he looked just like the dude from Fine Young Cannibals. Mm-hmm. I don't know that group. Yeah, you dude. Yeah, you dude? Yeah. She drives me crazy. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. But yeah. I don't know what mm-hmm. any of them look like. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um... So yeah, his friend would, uh, who's cucking him when he sees it, he gets so scared that he just leaves. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like it. And like looking at it, maybe it's showing him, you know, banging his friend's wife. Maybe you yeah. see something in it that like has something to do with yourself, because the Nazi yeah. stopped doing it. Later on, Perry Winkle tries to kill herself. One lady wants mm. in in her bed at the at the foot. Oh of her yeah, bed. yeah. The 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 cowboy couple who see this, the the wife's like. Why don't we put this in our bedroom so we can look at it while we fuck? Yeah, yeah. and the guy's like, and he's, he's kind of unaffected. He's by got, it. well, he's affected by his mouth falling off his face. <laughs> yes, he's got <laughs> Forrest Whitaker going on over Too here. Too much uh, chewing tobacco. Yeah, 
But he, yeah, yeah, I think it's just a total, like, it's kind of random. Maybe, yeah, maybe if someone has, like, a clean conscience, they're not affected by it. I don't know. Well, so everybody is mesmerized by this jar. The, yeah. the guy, Noel, takes it, he puts it on a stand, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to put this on display with all my other art, and then I'm just going to leave, and we don't know where he is or what he's doing all day. You know where he is? Mm. In, in the, a cuck chair? In the junkyard? No, he's in the junkyard. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He he's goes rummaging. There, during the day, he gets, goes there, and he takes the place of the dog. He gets put on the leash. And <laughs> barks. That the, caused, the, the dog's trying to go through things, and he's barking at the dog. <laughs> put a muzzle in. The, the dog goes, burr, burr, like He, talks he pays 100 bucks for that yeah. each time. Yeah, he goes, put me in a dog crate and put my dick in a cage. Dick cage. Cock cage. Yeah. Oh, the chastity yeah. things. Obviously. Not that I know anything about that. <laughs> Your key turn. <laughs> so, as far as the different people who come into the gallery to look at this thing, the first guy looks at it and laughs and walks away. So, I'm like, is he not like everybody wants to be around it and look at it, except for this dude who laughs and runs away and the dude's cup friend who looks at it and runs away? I saw the laughing guy is kind of like he went crazy or something. Yeah. Because it was kind of maniacal or, or not maniacal, but you know, unhinged. I mean, I guess it's a good thing that it affects everybody differently because there, there's they, one guy that like slicks his hair back like he's like gonna try and impress it. Like put he's the moves on, on it. Yeah, he's like getting the courage up to go. Dips his penis in it. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> you got this. You, you messed up when it was the you know the fish head guy. He didn't make the right move then. Fish he's got a, he's got his uh, what is it wingman helping him out there trying to fucking stick his dick in a jar. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um. So, yeah, the rich cowboy couple, they want to buy it, but it's not for sale. They end up buying, like, two of his other works of art. I don't know why. It doesn't get him any closer to the jar. I don't understand that either. He well, had, well, he did say something like, I'll, I, I bought, like, he's like, well, if, she'll want this thing, but if I buy her 12 things, that's, that'll that'll get the job done, too, or something. Oh, he so buys two, so he's got a lot to work The jar's on. not for sale. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, I, I understand it because it's better than anything he's created, but... Um, so he, this uh, cowboy dude buys two of his pieces of art. It costs him $12,000 and $900 in taxes. Yeah. He's an oil man. Yeah, he's an oil man. Should have mm -hmm. bought it in Texas. <laughs> oil man. He farts $12,000. Yeah. And uh, uh, Noel just comes like waltzing in from, like you said, who knows where. Junkyard. Junkyard. And he goes up to Periwinkle and she's like, we had four sales today. And then she promptly shuts down the, the gallery. She's like, nope, too successful. Got, can't <laughs> too be much too money. Yep. Ah, I hate money. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not artistic. If it's, if it's profitable, it's not art. That's true. Um, so that's when, why this is art. Yeah, this is, that's, why, <laughs> that's why our podcast is art. We're the biggest uh, creators. Uh, yeah. this, is, this is really what counts. Absolutely. Um, so when, the wife, when him and his wife are alone with it, Erica, she's like, she calls it a lump of clay with a fright wig. No, that's what he says. Oh, he says that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, doesn't matter. I One, had to Google fright wig. What, what did you think of it? I had no idea. I was like uh, fright wig. It's he like said a, like one word. Like a horror, like wig. Fright wig. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I did the same thing too because I was like, is that like a very specific wig or? Well, or I was thinking, is that is it even a wig, or is it like a bug? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. It's like we we don't know what the hell this thing is, but yeah. the wife seems the least affected by it compared to everybody else. She seems like just kind of annoyed at the effect it's having on everyone. Especially her um, her lover. Oh, yeah. He gets freaked out by it. And ends up leaving her at some point. Well, I'm jumping ahead there. Yeah, so whatever. They just kind of breach the topic of, I 
don't know what it is. Yeah. She thinks it moves for a second, but then later on someone says that it doesn't move. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that we are hearing different stories from different people makes it really fun. It's like, oh, you're not seeing it, what I'm seeing. Yeah. It's almost like, like a telephone kind of thing. It gets like the story gets changed, it goes around and and uh, it, then it cuts, correct me if I'm wrong, um, right after that they close the gallery, they go to dinner with the critic now? Yeah, they're like this critic who just shit on my yeah. entire, like everything. It's Because you remember at the very beginning he's like, this place sucks. He's like reading into like a little thing and then his he meets the artist and he goes, hey, I just wanted to tell you the hors d'oeuvres are fine. Yeah, your yeah. wife did a good job. <laughs> yeah, Blow job. You're blowing me. Oh, you think he's cucking him too? I nah, think, this guy, I, I think he's gay. The art critic? He reminds me of the guy from Beetlejuice. Uh, Odo? Was that his name? Yeah. The other big guy? Yeah. Well, he was the interior designer. This guy's an art critic. Completely different. Yeah, to- different worlds. Yeah. It'd be great. It's like, yeah, they're having a dinner together, and then, like, after the dinner, the guy just sits in front of his jar while everyone else takes turns <laughs> on his wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he watches in the chair. reflection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's allowed to yeah. do. <laughs> Don't look at me. Yeah. yeah. Um... So yeah, while they're looking at it, um, uh, the wife blows up his spot in front of everyone, and she's like, "He didn't make that. He just fucking bought it from some dude in a fucking you know." Yeah, the she dump. says his name, and I wish I remembered what the name was. Oh no, it, it, no, no, no. The, the, it's that place. It's like um, oh, that was the name of the uh, place. Scary Chapman. Scary Harry, Harry Chapman. Chapman. Harry Chapman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaufman. Kaufman. Yes. Yeah. That must be the little man. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kaufman. That's what I, think. I believe. That's what it was. Yeah. Um. But Harry didn't make it either. I don't know. But he sold it to him. That's all. That's true. Everyone's like, of course I know that big booty little <laughs> yeah, man. Everyone knows that little <laughs> devil. He's got some cakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Riding around on his dogs. That ass Smoking famous. big cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Those kind of cigars. He likes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, after his wife talks shit about him, he's, you know, the, as the story goes on, he's having more and more issues with his wife. But he doesn't really care. No, would you? She's a bitch. Like, no, and he and has periwinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah th- like they're clearly in love with each other. I think he knows that his friend is doing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, if you're it's pretty, if you don't it's yeah. then you have like, the biggest <laughs> set of like blinders on him. Yeah, denial boards. But he doesn't care because he's like, well, I've got my thing. She's got her thing. Yeah, it's the art. It's, it's the art. '60s or no, the '80s now. Yeah, we got color. I do love the... Uh, oh, that's another good point. The Tim Burton colors are great in this. There's yeah. a lot of pinks, oh, neons purples. and yeah. shit. It's, it's... I don't know. Like, maybe it's because I know that it's Tim Burton and I like I am able to look for things and kind of single it out. But it's like, a lot of times when we watch these shows, the quality's bullshit. Yeah. So when you see yeah. something, you're like, hey, this is a well-composed shot. Or, hey, this music sting goes along great with what I'm seeing. It's like, all you can do is sit back and appreciate it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, no, no, no. We're not doing Twisted Tales. Oh, right. Sorry. No Leatherface. We're not down south, down under. No. <laughs> I guess right. Australia is down south. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> it is. To us. And to them. Yeah, we got to do a, We got to do another Twisted Tales. Yeah, we're overdue for a twisty. I got them on DVD. Oh, yeah. Let's go watch one. Um, so at this is the party where um, the cuck friend... Because she's like, is like, hey, you know, Periwinkle's in the bathroom, and then, oh, yeah. um, oh you can't get in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she tried to kill herself. That's that right there. That is art. Oh yeah, the ultimate art. Yeah, that was a. Uh, first, she got upset because they were all kind of making fun of him for not 
producing that piece of art. Mm-hmm. Big uh, critic man laughing boisterously. Yeah, and then she's like, it doesn't matter if he created it or not. Yeah, he's the one who showed it off, and that is and changed our lives. Yeah, so I dunks like, on him. Are they all dunks rich off him. this? Like yeah. all of them? I don't know. I also like to go back. You just reminded me a few minutes ago, but when he's, when he's walking around his little tape recorder, and just walking by, like I feel like he does, like right in front of everyone, he's just like, Mm, this shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, you, like you wouldn't remember this one sentence that you said. Like, what, what did I think of the uh, the whole thing? I, I, I went. Uh, yeah. that I used one sentence on. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's right. I didn't like it. Did not like. For a second, I thought I did. Yeah, I thought I did. <laughs> well, I also really like that shot where it's him and two other people, and they're all sitting in chairs, just staring at it, mm, like in creepy. the exact same position. Oh yeah. And th- again, the wife's like, "I don't see what you guys like about it." Do you think it's because the wife? doesn't know anything about art that she's just kind of like in the same vicinity as as all these artists doing different things that she can't see it for what it is mm. like it doesn't seem to have any effect on her except the fact that she she doesn't like seeing her husband successful uh yeah that's yeah, weird i thought a lot about this because when i was digesting it before i was well i was writing my end piece about it um i thought it was like maybe this thing like shows you something inside of yourself that you are having denial, so to speak. And it can be very different things. Some people are scared and run away. And some people are intrigued with being like looking at the truth. And then she, or she has no shame. She doesn't, she doesn't care. She has no denials. She has no regrets for anything because she just does whatever she wants. But at the same time, she doesn't like it. Yeah. Not only does she not like it, but she wants to take it away from her husband. And it's like, this could make you money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him get a bunch of money, divorce him. Yeah. Bang the lawyer. Get half. Well, she says, we we later find out that she's been fucking his friend for eight, eight months. months. Not like they just want to establish like, hey, this isn't something new. It's like, no, yeah. you've been really. Yeah, she's counting eight yeah. months, four hours, two days. Which, that's enough for a baby. Which, I, that's what I thought of. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what if like this is their baby? Jar baby. Jar Ooh, baby. Yeah, an I was aborted really fetus in a jar. That would be cool. That would be. Well, it wouldn't explain the flashback. No, rotting, it really wouldn't. <laughs> rotting fetus. <gasps> Could have been the crypt keeper. Oh nope, crypt jar. Um, so, but yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And okay, uh, if you're him, if you're Noel and you, your wife's like fucking your best friend for eight months, it's like, he, he has to be a cuck. There's no way he couldn't know about that. Yeah. But you know, maybe they have an open relationship and he's like, okay, I'm going to rock with Perry Winkle while you, you know, I would have thought that, but then she was like, she was like saying something like, oh, if you cared about Noel, you wouldn't be banging me. And he's like, implies to me that he doesn't. No. But he cares about him more than she does. Yeah. But yeah, then he leaves her yeah. high and dry. I bet you they do a lot of coke. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the 80s, but... That's also. the first thing I thought when I saw this first set. Or not the first set, but the the art gallery. I was like, this looks like a cocaine place. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's a real reason like why everyone's there and why they're like mesmerized by the artists. Like, mm-hmm. Someone there is like selling. They go to the bathroom, come out, and they're like, whoa, that's so fucking cool. They're like this. Yeah. They keep walking around. They're like... Okay, where's the mirror? Where's the little <laughs> yeah. glass mirror with the lines on it? Yeah. Just seeing lots of weird fish bowls. Mm. Mm. wet. I can't put things on that. <laughs> can't eat the fish even. Yeah. Maybe if I stand here long enough, the water will evaporate. <laughs> That'd be great. It's just like, check this out. It's a white pillar with a brick of cocaine on it, and everyone just can walk up and do a line and be like, wow, this art's great. And yeah. someone's like, that's why the guys run away, because they realize it's not coke, actually. They're like, oh, I'm coming down. <laughs> oh, no. Cut that. Um... <laughs> So uh, we got um, after uh, Perry Winkle tries to kill herself um, and he's like, why'd you do it? And she goes, you know why the jar. 
They don't even have to elaborate or, or put too fine a point on it. They just can leave it vague and it works. I, uh, yeah. I, I, two, two quick thoughts on this. One, probably not the first thing you want to ask someone when they wake up and after trying to kill themselves. Why'd no, you, you do should, it? Why'd you do it? You grill them immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grab them by Break the them. collar. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Next time you got to cut up the vein. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is, uh, I thought when, when she said, you know why I was gonna be like, Oh, it's because you, you're still with this cheating lady and you, you know, I'm in love with you. You're in love with me. But yeah. the last thing she says before doing it is how, it is art and how important it is. That's why she's, it's like a protest. Yeah, and it was odd to me that she doesn't like look at the jar again before doing this. She just kind of. L- it like gets under your skin and makes you do shit. I guess so. Mm. It's like yeah. this fear. So the wife has a showdown with it. She's like, okay, I'm going to reach into this jar and see what the fuck it is. Yeah. And she gets like bit by it. I don't know. She drops it or slips out of her hand or something happens. And then we see it like slide across the floor in the blue dye. Really smart of him not to secure it in any way yeah. to the table. I, I mean, mean, someone could just bump the table and then there it goes. And also it's like your, your wife is tr- is trying to screw you over. Yeah. It would. Yeah. It only oh. makes sense for her to help him. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's right after um, a friend is like, I can't do this anymore. She, he takes it off, and that's when, then she's like, ah, I can't get friend dick anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why she does it? It's because she's like, this jar ruined my fucking side dick? Yeah. I think that. No, I, I think she just is like, this thing like is like getting people to be not under her control as much. She likes the way things were when her husband was a cucky McCuckster. Do you think she ever fucked a little dude with a big booty? Yes. You think definitely. she did? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, she uh, she wrote on his cigar? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the dogs watched his and barked at him? Cigar. Yeah. <laughs> she may have uh, wrote on his booty. Very good. I don't know. Uh, People weren't doing that So yet. this is when we get a, a great little fight scene um, between Noel and his wife. Did you guys like the way when she's reaching to the couch before you see Noel and... She gets pulled out like like a horror movie. She's yeah. like, whoosh, yeah, like all the way across the floor. Like he'd have to have like stretch Armstrong, Armstrong like arms to like pull him all, pull all the way over there. But that those kind of cute. well, her feet were sticking out. Yeah, but no, it's just like he pulls her like all the way she across the get, room. Go far, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a slick floor. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that thing slid right under, and I was yeah. hoping that we were gonna get a scene like in that one episode of Dark Room we watched with the Straga or whatever. Uh, the old lady's head that's underneath the bed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, it'd be cool to see it like moving. I, I kept expecting for it to be alive or do something. That's what I thought. But dude. then I was like, is it just a lump of clay in a fright wig? Or is mm. it... Do they have fright wigs back in Nazi Germany? Oh, they always had a fright wig. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, maybe... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was kind of expecting this to be a climax of sorts. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, so the way it this final showdown between him and his wife is, um, you know, it's very stylistically done where we see their shadows behind like a screen and we see mm-hmm. them like fighting with each other. And I think that makes it a little less silly cause you can't see like their expressions and see that you're just kind of seeing their silhouettes of what they're doing. Yeah. And they pepper in little shots of them like wrestling over as it's like getting destroyed. And they have like, cause she has a knife and there's like goo and muck like hitting the screen. Like, no, I thought that was really cool. It, it is, but it looks like they're gutting a fish or like something like that. Yeah, that poor thing. She ripped it up. So that's why I'm so wondering if it was scene. like, is it, was it a tumor that someone had removed? It's like not a tumor. You know, thank you, thank you. <laughs> is that, oh, I thought the Crypt Keeper's best, oldest and best friend was Closest the nearest friend. friend. Yeah. Nearest friend. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but it could be like, I, I, I wonder about that, like um, a conjoined 
twin that never grew to that would make term. sense in like nazi germany with all the experiments they were running on Ooh. things you know maybe they, this is yeah like one of hitler's uh like i don't know well, they're doing all the experiments, experiments yeah. yeah i think it was an alien piece really yeah i've never seen an alien with hair an alien joint <clears throat> hairy aliens well i gotta we gotta we gotta make this happen Hairy aliens. One o hashtag hair aliens. Hair aliens. <laughs> hair, hair, hair. No hair. The aliens. Hair the aliens. Hair of come the air. The Aryans. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> topical. Well, well, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll t- I'll tell you why later. Teaser. What Whoa. aliens with hair? You'll tell. No, us? no, no. I think it's an alien like brain or or something. Because of the way that it's affecting people. Yeah. Yeah. Mass hysteria. Yeah, it's almost kind of like a Lovecraft deal. You look at it and it kind of affects you. You know, just by observing it. You know what I mean? Pause. I just want to save it. And I want to get these dogs to shut up. Quiet. Yeah. Stop. Wait for it. Wait for it. Um. Oh, yeah. So the muck's flying. Mm-hmm. I'm worried because it looks like they're slip sliding around on all this gunk. Yeah. And she's got a knife. Um. But the way the, the, the little tussle ends is by... Uh, the thing in the jar, whatever the fuck it is, is now deflated and gross. And, and She fucked it up. Yeah, there's nothing you could do with it. Even though it looked fucked up and weird at the beginning, you're like, well, now I guess that's it. Like, before they start their little fight, like, he picks it up off the floor and puts it on a on, on, on the, the little stand again. The stand, and it looks like pale, like, it looks like a drowned, I don't know what. Something like an old pickled fish or something. Yeah. I don't know. You guys seen uh, what is it? Alien Resurrection with Scorny Weaver, where they like go into the the they're going to some like med lab, and there's all these different versions of her clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me of that, where it's like half human, but it's like an abomination of yeah. It's it's like the classic thing you see in all those movies, like where you go into the the creepy lab and pans across and you see like something like kill me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This 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 feels like it's from a kill me lab. (laughs) Um, So at the end, the thing is gone. He looks at his wife and he's like, "You, you, you did this to me." The number, yeah. And then he looks at her, pissed off, and then he looks at a knife. And then we cut to the future, mm-hmm. where now, see, it's my opinion that Noel now, like Tim Burton, made Noel look like him in this. Where it's like now he's got his big crazy black hair. Yeah. He looks pale for some reason. Yeah, doesn't he look paler? He does. He looks more like he's yeah. been up all night doing coke. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He probably has because he's still successful maybe he's just like uh like he's been giving it to periwinkle too hard and now he's just he's draining his vitality yeah (laughs) succubus yeah Ooh. Mm -hmm. i could see episode of the hunger suckies in the clothes that uh the the lover of the wife he's wearing like a weird like like a sweater kind of thing but it had like weird like sequins down the arms that looked like like they'd sewed it in half they they made one half of, like the front half of a shirt and then they mm. made the back half and they like just showed it together so there's like a big seam down there you guys notice that i didn't i just everything about this was like uh, what, what makes it by having it be about art you can be like this thing's insane you're like well i guess that's art like mm. that's the problem with art is that you can you can call anything art yeah and that that shit always frustrates the crap out of me because i'm like if it doesn't make me feel a certain way or I can't, I can't admire something about the composition, I'm like, is it really art? Is everything everybody does art? Well, that's why people like that pretentious shit. Art. That like, pretentious shit. Yeah, is... where it's just like a toaster and it's like, that's it. Yeah, I, I remember there's a or famous the, story yeah. where someone like snuck into like an art exhibit and like 
crinkled up a piece of paper or something like that and they like put it in there and people all were like oh what's this right here like just showing how like it's a it's almost like um it's like a foma thing kind of like the fear of missing out where it's like oh yeah i like that too no one wants to look like the one who doesn't get it yeah yeah but also it's like you want to be like oh i knew about this like it makes you cool to be like oh i know this band i know this artist i know whatever this this thing is i knew about it first yeah yeah yeah. gatekeeping yeah for it it's complete gatekeeping but he has, in fact, finally created a piece of art that is as arresting as the jar. But the thing is, these people—I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're posers. Maybe they're pretending that this new thing is as mesmerizing as the original one, because they all seem to be like, "Oh, this is." Because he he goes, "Yeah, my wife left me, so this is my homage to her. This is like dedicated to her." And it's another funky, weird Tim Burton sculpture, and it's the same type of jar, same color liquid. Is that? Did he not put like what's in that jar? I her head. Part, well, or it's I like it's like it. I think it's like a part of her body. I don't see he had. At least he's like a bracelet or something. Or yeah. Was that a bracelet? I don't, I don't know. There was something there. There was something weird in there, but I was under the impression that it was something he fabricated was, from his wife. I was expecting it to be a head or a heart, maybe. I think something. it's. I think he tried to make vagina. it look like. A new thing but and i and agree then I, with your theory i think because i think a lot of these artists like they have one hit and then pretty much everything they do after that people like pretend it's also we were cool. talking about that yeah you know it's it, no it's it's weird when you were um when we took a break and you were upstairs dropping a uh, pinch and a loaf mm-hmm. we were we went into great detail about oh, that great. how that irritates us how um basically it's like whatever i'm not gonna get into it again but it's, it's right along your point where it's like People are like, oh yeah, that that's that's cool. Like, oh, they don't want to feel stupid by not getting it. Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. And not because now that yeah, he's has credibility. So you think he like took the the rest of his wife and fed it to one of those dogs at the the scrapyard? Uh, yeah, I don't know how he got rid of the body. I would, you know, if anything, I'm assuming he's, he's he already did. he's already I mean, he already has the incriminating evidence floating on display in his gallery. Like, I would keep the rest, you know, in case you need a new. Uh, in case you need a new piece, you know? Well, that's what I was going to say, is is if he just takes her body and then makes that into 10 different that's, jars... That's just good money. No one will know where the body is. Because and then you could sell it to people. Imagine yeah. how many blue jars you could get in there. In but it no longer has power, right? It doesn't matter, because people won't open it, and they won't touch it, and they won't... They'll, they'll never consider that this is a piece of homicide evidence. They'll just think that it's, like, some piece of art... Yeah. And then when people ask them what it is or where it came from, they can just be like, oh, you can afford it or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But does that mean this dude is going to continue killing people and so he can keep putting out art? Is there going to come to a point when it doesn't work anymore? Maybe the thing in so the, the whatever was in the original jar, you know, it, the, it, it, our opening interaction with it is it, you know, changes his Nazi's life and then uh, he gets shot in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And uh, its last dying interaction is it, you know, another woman. Well, a woman tries to kill a man. Mm-hmm. Man kills woman. See, I'd like to see that, like, because you know, Periwinkle tries to kill herself. Like, it'd be great if this thing gives you, like, it seems like you said. Yeah, you're right, Tom. It kind of gives people a conscience sometimes. I think it shows them something they can't admit to, or or like something a hard truth. And people are either fascinated by it, or if you're like a psychopath, you're like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. Well, yeah, I think that does it for the episode. Um, just to kind of touch base at the end with our uh, our Hitchcock bit. Um, 
Hitchcock says uh, the way he got out of the giant bottle was that there was an angry genie who wanted his bottle back. And, of course, I'm thinking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. <laughs> well, he heard about someone's wife getting plowed. And he's yeah. like, what's going on out there? I'm so pissed off. <laughs> She's um, dead. Ha, All right, ha, ha, where's, where's the periwinkle? Yeah. That was a wild one. That one was wild. The mallards. Ducks, yeah. <laughs> um, duck, duck. So yeah, that's that's this episode of uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and uh, you know we've had a nice little discussion. So uh, without any further ado, it's time for us to rate rate these episodes. We uh, we like to rate them on a scale of zero to ten creepy crawlers. That's the metric that we use. Mm-hmm. And uh, since this is my pick, I will uh, go first. Um, yeah, it's this has a lot of uh, a high pedigree to it. Um, I liked a lot of the shots. I liked a lot of the uh, cinematography. The music was fantastic. Um, I liked the bizarre, you know, sculptures. I liked the weird thing in a jar and that they give us enough, but they don't hold our hands to it. It's like we don't even have a thorough understanding of what it is. We just see how it works. And again, I think that it, the, the way this episode works on us is also the way that the jar works on other people. Um, you, it's not black and white there's just a lot of different gray areas um i thought that uh the flashback was fun i like that the dude's getting cucked i think that's kind of fun Mm. um and that it has a great ironic twist like that's why i love watching these shows it's kind of has a good twist um so i'm gonna give this a pretty good score i'm gonna give this a 8.5 creepy crawlers from the junk man nice one of the highest i've ever heard you give well i gave i told you one of my favorite ones right which well, we'll go for it. Okay, later. Uh, I'll go. Uh, this was—I couldn't really find too much wrong with this episode. And to its credit, I will say that at the end, when my my first viewing during the the, the shadow fighting scene, uh, I was like, I genuinely was like a little not like, oh, what's gonna happen? I was like, I actually don't know if it's gonna be like a fall on the knife kind of thing, accidental killing, or you know something like that. So I was like, who's gonna survive this? I, I genuinely was like, either one could survive this. I could see it happening, and. I kind of knew that there was going to be like there's going to be the new art piece is going to be based off of whatever happens in this scene. But I, I, I give it credit to the episode. You were going to say something, Johnny? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I think what you're you're zeroing on it is uh, unpredictability. We we see formulas to these episodes all the time, but having a, a thing happen, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. it's such a fun experience. It doesn't rather, happen that often yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. So uh, just to finish up, yeah, it was uh, it was very well shot. I liked a lot of the changing shots, like when it would cut to these, like when they're like the one you mentioned earlier, where they're sitting at the three chairs sitting in front of it. I thought that was cool. And anything that they like the, the shading, the the lights, the 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 big hair, mm-hmm. all all was done very very well. So um, I'm gonna rate this pretty well as well. I'm gonna give this one an eight point seven. Creepy hey. crawled eight point seven. One three five. Got it. No, oh. sorry, eight points, eight point seven one three. Good thing you've made that distinction. Yeah. Um. Okay. Nice. Creepy crawlers. Very nice. Uh. Yeah. 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 I liked it. I liked the. Uh, yeah. Definitely different than what we usually do. Uh. The m- musical score obviously doesn't get much better. Uh. Yeah. The f- it was fun visually. I thought it, for me in my rubric, it sc- scored very high on. Things like sound and the appearance of things. So, the, so something you watched, you took in the the sights and sounds. Well, of course, the soundscape that's important for scary, spooky, uh, and uh, of course the acting. I thought was solid. I thought everyone seemed into it. I didn't really 
you know, sometimes we get these episodes where people seem like they're would be like to be Phoning anywhere but in. here. Yeah. Uh, what's the one the 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 guy with the the red panties or whatever? I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, the Carter Car- Belt. The, yeah, the um, Carradine's brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got photographs up there or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like guys that. upstairs inventing photographs. <laughs> um, I liked the story, but I could have used a little more. Like, I don't know if I just don't like things without a lot of explanation, or I'm just not used to it for things we do. Um, but I did like kind of the, uh, you know, I don't even know what to call it. Like I said earlier, the kind of, uh, felt a little Lovecrafty in ways because mm-hmm. it's a bizarre thing and it affects people mentally. And I thought that's kind of cool. Uh, but that being said, I could have used a little more like handholding, maybe a little, just hold it, like hold my pinky or tug me a bit tug me around mm-hmm. so I'll, i'm st- still scored high for me i'm gonna give it a little under what you guys came in at. i'm gonna give 7.5 just because i could have i feel like i would have enjoyed a little more of like a climax or a little more explanation personally mm. Mm. yeah but maybe that's just the jar affecting my mind yeah <laughs> maybe it is well, 7.500 that's, that's pretty respectable all around i think uh yeah you know for every whatever episode of the hitchhiker or the monsters that's like painfully horrible. We get, yeah. we get a good one every once in a while. So, yeah. um, it's a nice little break from the pain. Yeah. Which and we're probably returning. And to. I yeah, will I be, re- I'll be returning to a uh, Michael McDowell soon. Yeah. Um, maybe McDowell next madness, maybe my next pick, who knows? Maybe you're a McDowell man now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. So that what? was a Johnny junk pick. Next week is a sniff pick. Yeah. I sniffed out, a little Goosebumps episode for Surprise, us. surprise. Yeah, I haven't picked one in a couple weeks. <laughs> At least it's not a Monsters. I'm returning to form. Yeah, yeah no, Monsters I've put on the back burner for as long as I can resist. <laughs> <laughs> but Your hands will be burnt. Yeah, but I picked a regular old one-part Goosebumps. It's called Click, like the uh, Adam Sandler movie. I'm glad it's a, a one-part this time. Yeah, I made sure of that. And yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, Goosebumps, click. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe it is on Netflix. So you Check it out, and check then out. Uh, that's going to do it for us here today. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up on our socials. Uh, we have a Instagram, which is Short and Spooky Podcast. We have a Twitter, which is at Short and Spooky. We also have a web uh, web email. <laughs> web, 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 webcam? Yeah, we have yeah. a webcam. <laughs> you have to... Um, OnlyFans? Yeah, we have an OnlyFans. <laughs> we also have... Um, we have an Etsy. Uh, yeah. We have a Pinterest. We uh, do Tumblr. Oh, what was the photo one? Remember uh, the uh, imager? Shit. No, it was like a. Never mind. Okay. Well, uh, we also have an email, which is shortenspooky at gmail dot com. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to our uh, um, charity, Hungry Wives. Hungry Wives. Feed Hungry Wives. We, we also want to say hashtag We Stand with Stein. We'll always stand with Stein. Uh, and hashtag I'll never starve here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, uh, what did we learn? Do we learn anything from this besides Tim Burton is cool as fuck? I think or like, was. Was before, you know, he wasn't. Well, when you're <clears throat> fucking rich and famous, like, you can't be all emo anymore. Yeah, you lose your edge. Yeah. Same reason, like, uh, like, you know, like, um, like Guns N' Roses. Was it Guns N' Roses who, or was it Motley Crue who had the Chinese democracy? That, that was that Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Roses. Yeah. Is the same reason that wasn't great. 
you know? Yeah. When you're not in it, you're not in the shit. You're not in the streets. Also, it's not the 80s anymore, so no one wants to listen to that. That's also a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, or Paul McCartney. I don't know. People still listen to him. Yeah, but they should stop. Uh, It's a similar situation with the jar. They're like, he was in the Beatles, so everything he does must be great. You know what I mean? Similar to that. I say don't fall for... Don't... uh, uh, don't be a poser. Don't be don't an be, art poser. It, like blinded by the lights of sun. Yeah. Don't pretend like some shit is is cool just because you don't understand it. Like mm-hmm. people should be allowed to be like, that's not art. That sucks. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I often I don't really say it out loud a lot, but we go to like the MoMA. There's a lot of times where I, I see something at like the MoMA, and I'm like, this is bullshit. If I can do it, it's bullshit. Basically, that's the way I see it. If I, I can fucking you know, crumple up a, a can and stick a flower in it and put it on a podium. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So brave. And it's like, that could be a modern art piece or or even like a, I feel like, and maybe this is like, I feel like if it doesn't evoke something or if it doesn't take any talent. Yeah, if it doesn't, if it has no meaning besides you're supposed to fill it in. Yeah, you I don't know. decide what it means. I think that's bullshit. Okay, kind of. art is bullshit. Don't fall for it. Yeah. And, and if you want to buy something and there's not an option, you have to buy two other pieces of art, you fucking knock yeah. it off. I don't care if you're an oil man. Yeah, stop spending that Texas tea money on silly things. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll say support your local... Cuck? Nazi? <laughs> Never mind. No, no, no. no. Oh, you guys killed it. Please, please, please. No, I don't want to do it anymore. Come on, do support it. Support your local big booty scrapyard. Yeah, but no. Well, you could have still said it. Yeah. No, you don't guys, worry. You, kill, you guys kill. It's all right. You I know, said I it. I don't do it. I don't do it. You all paused. right, guys. You uh, paused, and I thought you wanted us to jump in. No, I was. You just couldn't think of it. No, I was just was doing a, a delayed pause. Oh, oh, he was doing a delayed pause. Okay. No, I was going to word it perfectly, and then you guys jumped in to ruin my joke. It's I'm fine. Sorry. Hey, how's with this? Don't let your friends ruin your jokes for you. Whoa. Sounds good. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. Bye. Muchachos. Bye.